Today, we're discussing the proprietary Pratt Personal Training method for changing your body composition, losing body fat, and gaining muscle, the Lean 25. <laughs> but first, we're doing underrated, overrated. My underrated for today, protein cereal, specifically the brand Three Wishes. Wow. What I do, they have multiple flavors. Never so heard. far, I've ordered chocolate and horchata which was one of my favorite Spanish drinks from Spanish club in high school. And what I do is I take almond milk with a scoop of protein powder, shake that up, and then pour that over the cereal, because the cereal per cup is, or I think it's like eight grams of protein, not enough, 20 grams of carbs, two grams of fat, but it's made of all this foofy whole foods ingredients. And overall, it tastes amazing. And it doesn't have a lot of weird preservatives and such. I really enjoy it. I'm hoping it is a health treat. I was hoping for a better calorie to protein ratio there, but mm -hmm. that's all right. That's, that sounds good. It's better than fruity it's cereal, but, you, but it's it's cereal. It tastes like cereal. It tastes like cereal. That's it's got a important. little bit of like, uh, oh, I don't know if this is fruity pebbles, but it it's delicious. I'm a fan of Magic Spoon. Yeah, uh, I don't similar. I don't remember what their calories and protein were, but it was decent. Similar. Uh, all right, my underrated is intermittent fasting. I feel like this would work for more people if they gave it a shot. It's, it's taken an interesting couple of turns here, but originally it was like, I, I've done two separate six-week blocks of it. And I think it's really easy just to not eat in the morning until like noon. And I think a lot of people agree with that. The tough part is what are you going to do and eat in your window of eating opportunities? But what I really like about it is that it helps me focus on everything else besides food for the first seven-ish hours of my day. So once you kind of get in the groove of it, you wake up and you do whatever it is that you generally do in the morning, but you don't have the distraction of 30 minutes or an hour of eating or even thinking about if you should eat right now. And if you do eat, what are you going to eat? And just stripping away that those few thoughts, I think make such a huge difference in your morning productivity where Dave will say is when you should be the most productive. Yep. I agree. I like intermittent fasting. I think in my experience, some people do really well with it. Some people do tend to crash and burn a little bit with it, meaning they get just super hungry, cranky, hangry, and find that they overeat later because of it. However, if you are the type of person who tries it and really enjoys it and find that your energy is stable and you're losing body fat, you're still having good workouts and you have good energy all day, then I think it's worth doing. But as always, all of us are experiments and beautiful, unique snowflakes. <laughs> so if you do try it and it works great, let us know. Truth. If you do, I mean, if you do go intermittent fasting, I guess the biggest thing is trying to make sure you get your protein in when you are eating. I think if you're to couple those two things together, the time-restricted eating window, plus making sure you're getting enough protein in the window that you are eating, those those two things could help a lot of people maybe nutritionally. We hope. Future pod topic for us for sure. But today, we're talking about <laughs> the proprietary hidden secret came out of a vault of James's brain a few days ago. The Lean 25. Uh, no drama at all associated with this. We, we've been practicing this intro for, for a few days now. <laughs> the Lean 25. So Woo! 
I want to I want to put this in somewhat of a point system because these are questions we ask people all the time in the starting point session. And the other day I'm having a conversation with a guy who he's a lawyer and he runs marathons. And this guy was intense. Mm. I, once we started talking, I saw this guy's eyes widen while he told me the story of everything he does on a daily basis. Of I, I run for four hours a day before work. I run a couple hours after. I strength train two to three days a week. I do yoga and flexibility work for another couple hours. Basically, anytime he's not a lawyer, he's doing something exercise related. Which I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, if I were to... Like if he, if his goals, which they weren't, if his goals were body composition, would I rearrange his hours a little bit? Sure. And of course I'm not having this conversation with him. This guy's like a big time marathon runner. He does like overnight marathons, 24 hour marathons, all this crazy stuff. It was super impressive, but his nutrition was locked in and he had a decent amount of muscle for a guy who does the amount of cardio that he does. And, uh, I think as I'm listening to what he's saying, like basically, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, you're a trainer. What's your opinion on these things? I'm like, dude, you have your nutrition like locked down. It's <laughs> like, that's kind of like all that matters. It's like all this other stuff you do is great, but you do some, some resistance training, you do a ton of cardio, but your nutrition is like on point. And I'm like, you know, you're a 10 out of 10 nutrition. You're like a seven or six out of 10 strength. And like you're a 10 out of 10 cardio. And I'm like, you know what? It's not actually fair to give those equal point values, I think, because the nutrition is just so important that if we were to just use those three categories of nutrition, strength training, and cardio, how many points would you give to each of those three categories to potentially equate the 30 points? And then if that is the case, how many points do you actually want to be maximally productive to getting leaner and losing body fat while also keeping your sanity because it would be unreasonable for you to try to be a 30 out of 30 when it comes to these three categories. But what type of wiggle room do we potentially have to do a really good job from a body composition standpoint and appropriately prioritize what we need to, and also fully comprehend what our weak links are currently. And for those who are listening, <clears throat> if you're somewhat confused, let me just untangle a little bit the James number point word puzzle, which sometimes <laughs> confuses me. We're saying there are three categories, nutrition, strength training, and cardio. If you were to say, all right, scale of one to 10, how are you doing in each of those? You'd say, okay, we're going to give you a score of 10 for each. That would equal 30. But in our opinion, in the Lean 25 Methods opinion, in order to lose fat, tone up, lose belly fat, and gain muscle, nutrition matters 15 points out of 30, aka at least 50% of your results are based on that. Strength training is 10 points out of 30, meaning at least one-third of your results are how you're doing with lifting weights in the gym. And cardio, despite what you many people have been told or may think, is only five points out of the 30, meaning one-sixth or roughly 12.5%. <laughs> I don't have a calculator in front of me. <laughs> is how much cardio matters when it comes to to losing fat. And that's the revolution revelation James had when talking to the marathon running murder lawyer. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, I think in trying to have these conversations, like there's only so many words that you could say to try to send this message, but I think numbers do tell the story a little bit better. So what I think everyone should do if you're listening to this is first things first, let's talk about the most important. In your opinion, how good is your nutrition? On a one to 15 scale. On a one through 15 scale. So if it is a 15, that means you are perfectly dialed in. That means you're logging your nutrition, you're getting the amount of calories that you want to eat on a daily basis, you get enough protein, you eat your vegetables and your fruit. 15 is flawless, which was this guy. One means you're absolutely terrible <laughs> and you're probably over consuming low quality foods pretty frequently and you've probably, probably been consistently gaining weight for a long time. So give yourself your one through 15. Dave, go. And if you, you want me to rate. I want you to rate yourself. One through 15. Woo! What is it? All right. <clears throat> Based on this scale, I would give myself right now a nine. A Mike, nine out of 15. Mike, what do you give yourself? One through 15. Mike gave an, an eight. Wow. I, I give myself an 11 right now. I guess recent, more recently too. But yeah, I give myself an 11. I'm surprised. I thought, I thought you would have been higher relative to your goals. All right, so 9, 8, and 11 from, I mean, that that's from three people with fitness jobs. So you would expect us to be a little bit higher than that probably. But I think that goes to show that the average person probably isn't dialed into nutrition that much. Now, when we asked this, that when we asked this question on the back of the programs on a 1 through 10 scale, our average answer was 5.5. So if you are holding true to that one through 10 scale on the one through 15, you're probably an eight ish right now. If you're the average person. So give yourself an honest rating one through 15. What are you now? Let's talk about strength training on the strength training scale. That is one through 10. And what would you give yourself on a one through 10 scale in terms of strength training frequency and difficulty? Let's say a 10 is your strength training at least four days a week for an hour and all of your workouts are appropriately challenging. They are not too easy and you're progressing on a week to week basis. Preferably you're on a program and tracking how you are doing on a session to session basis. One through 10, go ahead and rate yourselves. I would give myself a nine. Mike's a 10. 10 out of 10. Nine. Oh, Mike's a nine as well. Okay. Nine. Yeah. I give myself on an annual scale, I give myself a 10. I think right now, because we're, we're in a little bit of a cardio block, it was tough for me to give myself a 10, but I'm going to give, I'm going to go 10. <laughs> so you're nine, you're nine, 10. And then, <laughs> so now everybody at home, rate yourselves one through 10. And then the last one is cardio five points here. And let's say a five is at least four hours of cardio per week with half of those hours being pretty intense. So walking counts and all and any other low level activities where your heart rates decently high, like going for a casual bike ride or going for hikes with the family that all counts. But let's say at least two of those hours are pretty intense. Like you're really pushing yourself. You're sweating. Your heart rate is up one through five, Dave. One. Three on an annual scale. I give myself a, a three on this one. So, okay. So we got, well, he said, he said what? two, <laughs> Never mind, two. I'm being shamed into a two. All right. So everybody at home rate yourselves on those. Now add up those three numbers. Cause the important thing is trying to be a 30 out of 30 on this is unreasonable. And chances are of these three, 
and with their different weights that they hold on this point system, you will see that there is probably something that you can prioritize a little bit more than maybe you have been in the past. Dave, what's the one thing that you would like to work on to maximize the amount of points that you can get on this point scale? Uh, for me, the low-hanging fruit, <laughs> as it is potentially for everyone, is the nutrition because that is where you can get the highest ROI with the investment. So eating, for me, less processed foods will improve, which is hilarious. I started this with cereal, will improve <laughs> my nutrition score. Amen. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Which one of the three? Nutrition, strength, or cardio? Which one do you? Nutrition. Nutrition. Yep. Nutrition as well. And Good same choice. here. 100%. Yeah. All three of us agree that nutrition is our lowest hanging fruit and our weakest link, especially on this point scale where we could accumulate more points with a little bit better of a nutrition approach and a little bit more nutrition competency. Uh, and I think that's probably going to be the case for a lot of people, especially if you're a member here at this gym. Chances are you are getting a good amount of strength training and cardiovascular work on a weekly basis. But some things that you could do and maybe focus on, I think it's important to consider this because I think a lot of times we get caught up in doing and uh, thinking about improving the things that we are already doing pretty good at. Like Mike and I can sit here and talk about our strength program for hours. But if we actually invested that time to talk about what we're going to eat at our next meal and what our protein intake should be, it would probably be a better use of our time. So I think what might be important for you guys as members to know, like obviously there's nutritionists that you could see, there's experts you could see on these topics, there's things you could research and look up, but actually trying to determine action steps of how you're going to go about improving nutrition, I think is where you should probably invest a ton of your time. So is it the most important thing in the world to do a different variation of a squat to reach your, your body composition goals? Probably not. Is it really important to maybe map out what times you're going to eat? That might be a better use of your time. And that's my, my thing in regards to nutrition is I want to definitely do a better job of knowing when I'm going to eat and have some predictability behind that. Because historically, when I know I'm eating at five o'clock, I'm probably not eating something at 420 that has a few hundred calories. And I think that's an important one for me personally. Uh, but I think there's a, a, a lot to reflect on in regards to these three categories. And I, I think there's a lot of truth in having nutrition be three times as important as your cardio. And I think it, there's a lot of truth in having, in having strength training twice as important as cardio and nutrition 50% more important than what strength training is. Uh, I, I think that's, that tends to be accurate in terms of how we could actually reach our body composition goals. What do you think? Yeah, and for body composition, I think the 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 muscle gain is part. If you're if you're a member here, certainly, then coming and working on the strength training, making sure you're lifting more weight, more reps, then that is going to happen over time. And yes, the protein is important, but when someone sees you after a few months and says, "Wow, what have you been doing? You look so great." What they usually are commenting on is fat loss, and that is almost primarily dependent on the nutrition. And we've talked about in the past how strength training and cardio can help with indirectly with your nutrition choices, just by feeling better, improving your sleep, which great better sleep, improves nutritional choices. 
But at the end of the day, the reason that we developed the Lean 25 is to <laughs> explain through numbers how much more important it is through a weighted average to eat well and in order to lose body fat. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, if you look at this, it's like if you have your nutrition in check to a certain degree and your strength training, you're in a pretty good position. But if you're someone who's trying to do cardio extensively to negate the poor nutrition choices and not strength training at all for fear of getting too bulky, then you're probably investing your time and effort in the wrong category. And that's something we hear often is, oh, I'm not losing weight, which really means I'm not losing fat. Therefore, I just need to add in more cardio. I'm not doing enough cardio. I'm not burning enough calories. And that often slash almost always is a dead end road when it comes to actually fitting in clothes better. 100%. And I think strength training and nutrition, those are, those are the cake. And consider cardio to kind of be the icing on the cake. That could definitely take your results to another level. But if the foundation isn't set with sound nutrition and strength training, then uh, it might be a little bit more of a waste of time than you imagine. Awesome. Thanks, team. Peace.